This is Pete Jones, and you are listening to the Dragons Are Real podcast. Hi, Pete, it's Colin. Had no idea you're such a big fan of the aliens, mate. Really enjoyed your, your episode, and I'm quite a fan of Stay Frosty. I've only played it a couple of times, but I took a real shine to it. I uh, I made a slimmed down, condensed version of the rules, just actually cut and paste, and I mean old style glue and paper and scissors, cut and paste. Uh, and if um, if you want, next time we're online or we meet up, I'd I'd be super down with getting involved in a bug hunt of some description. I just picked up the ICRPG uh, version that you spoke about a couple of months back. Haven't explored that fully yet. I've been looking at some other ICRPG stuff. But thanks for that episode, man, and uh, game on. Catch you later. So, the opening of the show, that was a voicemail from Colin Green, also known as Spikebit. Yes, stay frosty. I'm hoping to get a game in. Uh, tomorrow night with Eric Swanson, he's uh, doing one online for the Anchorites, uh, part of their Labor Day uh, convention. Uh, but yes, if we get a chance at some future point, Colin, I would also like to uh, have a game of Stay Frosty or uh, ICRPG. Speak to you soon. Brother Pete. Just checking in. I know you're doing the old RPG a day, along with me and Dave and old Ray and Spencer. And, uh, you know, just giving everyone a little pep talk tonight. I got a little time on a long commute home. Started out at sunset. Now I am well into the darkness of the Texas night, brother. But I just want to make sure everyone's hanging in there. And I want to tell you how proud of you I am, how proud of all of you I am. And uh, I will see you on the flip side, brother. And that was TJ from Melodris Miasma Meltdown. Yes, I finished the RPG a day on my blog. Got through all 31. I must admit, I quite enjoyed it, actually. Um, just giving a word, it gives me some inspiration. So uh, if you... Want to check out my uh, blog on the RPG a day? You can do, and my blog is at dragonsarealpodcast.tumblr.com. And TJ, hopefully, I'll see you down the Barrowmaze soon. Hey, Pete, Jason here. Just want to call to let you know I really appreciate your um, your podcast. I have not listened to all the back episodes yet, but. I also really enjoyed back in the day your free Wargame Rules website. I remember that very fondly. You know, I, I'm more of a mini Wargamer, miniature Wargamer than I am a RPG, or to be honest, but I've done both. Um, also, I have a love of aliens. Have a little replica grenade like you load the underbarrel launcher, and I have an airsoft, which is like a BB gun that shoots plastic pellets, full size pulse rifle replica. Never even loaded it or charged it with air or anything. It just hangs on the wall, but. Got all the games and whatnot that you've talked about. Colonial Marines Manual, all that stuff. Um, anyway, really enjoying your podcast. I'm looking forward to listening to the back episodes. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Bye. And that was Jason from the OSR Discord. 
I'm glad you like my pre-war games rule website. I ran it for about oof, 19 years. Uh, it's got a bit too much in the end, so uh, I've put up as a wiki now, and uh, I don't uh, look at it anymore. Just uh, I've moved on from there, do other things now. So uh, nice to speak to you, Jason, and uh, I'll speak to you on the Discord. So, in this episode, episode 23, I believe, I'm going to talk about hex crawling and point crawling. So, those that you're familiar with the old hex crawls, these uh, were back in the day, were the large maps from modules, and the map was uh, done on hexes, and the hexes, each hex had six exits. And a lot of the time, it was good for uh, showing terrain and the distance between places. But um, you have to say that it was a bit of a little complication. And it could be quite dreary if you're travelling long distances. I suppose it was quite handy for doing the um, random encounters in the wilderness. But something I've been drawn more towards recently is point crawls. And I first came across point crawls in the board game from the, I think it was Avalon Hill, a uh, classic Civil War uh, game, A House Divided. And basically, a point crawl is that you have key areas that of interest, and they are linked together by straight lines. And in the old A House Divided, the link was either a road, a river, or railroad, because it was Civil War. So, instead of having detail between each one, you just have the uh, key areas. And that was quite handy. Um, it simplified movement a lot. And I think it would work quite well in the Overland in Fantasy or other such games. And the way you can um, enhance this is long routes. You could have um, markers on, uh, maybe a dot or a square and the number of dots or squares linked to the single line would be the length of distance. So for a short link between two close towns or two close locations, you wouldn't have any markers on at all, and just a matter of hours to get there. But if you wanted something to represent a long journey, or one that had maybe quite a bit of terrain to traverse, mountains or such like, you could put uh, one or two dots on, and each one of these dots would mean that it's double the length of a single line. And maybe for each dot you roll a random encounter. I spoke about this on the Discord, saying uh, you know, I'm quite uh, looking forward to doing this maybe um, from a wilderness and probably wouldn't do it in dungeons. And quite rightly Ray Otis said, yeah, it would work in dungeons as well. Instead of having corridors with empty rooms and empty spaces that have maybe of no interest apart from take time, just link together the main areas. So if you've got a, a temple underground with two doors on it, it would have two exits leading to two other areas. And this gets rid of the uh, sort of what I would call the empty spaces between locations that are a lot of much interest and are wasting time in uh, in gaming. If if there's nothing of interest there, why are we why are we recording it? Why are we mapping it? As for the GM. I can see the big advantage is it's reduced the, the amount of information that they're having to deal with. So instead of looking through a hex map 
looking at each hex and the gazetteer, which can take time, they've got boxes with a short bit of information in it. And the key information is there. You can see the um, paths between the different locations. So I think for GM-wise, it would be a good way of denoting the land or the dungeon. And if players want to uh, map more detail, hey, that's up to them, isn't it? And the other thing you can do uh, with these point crawls is if you are running between two locations, and maybe you've got a, a thin pass in between, or a gorge, which is like a, a pinch point. You could put another location there with a pinch point. Now, on a hex crawl map, it probably wouldn't be as easy to show this. But I think on a point crawl map, if there was some hazard in between the two locations, you could have a separate point in between, so that would make it clearer. Another thing you could do is each square, which represents a settlement, a point of interest, you could colour code it. So for example, uh, towns would be one colour, cities a different colour, and just general interest locations are a third colour. So by looking at the map, clearly you can see uh, what the locations are. You can also um, change the lines as they did in House Divided. So you could have um, straight lines for roads, blue lines for rivers. Um, if you've got tracks, you could have dotted lines. So um, that's my idea for point crawls. I'll leave a link to Hill Canton's blog where uh, he covers crawling without hexes on point crawl and shows you um, some pictures from the old uh, house divided and uh, he's got a bit more information up there so uh, take a look, look at that, uh, links in the show notes. So that's all for this episode. We're rapidly approaching the quarter of a century, episode 25. So um, onwards and onwards. You've been listening to the Dragons Are Real podcast. You can contact me by leaving a message via the Anchor app or visit the podcast website, petejones.neocities.org or on OSR Anchorites at the Audio Dungeon Discord. Thanks for listening. The opening music is Siesta by Jazar. The closing music is Controlled Distress by BizBuzz Studio.